everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers, One Mike, Season 6, Episode 9. And today we have with us Mrs. Sierra Candle, nurse practitioner of Bespoke, Bespoke? Bespoke Body. <laughs> Bespoke Body. Yes. So Sierra, how are, you, how are you doing today? I am well, thank you. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, Coach Tony as well is with us. Yeah, he's here. I mean, we just want to have to drive for a minute there, Joe. Do you want to join the conversation? or you I'll join the conversation. I mean, I know we have a guest today. Um, she was already, folks, Sierra was already well aware of how this works with Joe trying to play games when we have a new guest on the show and asking us both at the same exact time uh, how we're doing. And then it's a stare-off between me and the guest to see who's going to answer the question first. But the guests are picking up on this now. So, Joe, the game was almost over, right? The cat's out of find, the back. Just got to find a new game, brother. Just got to yeah. find a new game. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm ready. I'm willing. Um, so, Sierra is with us today. From wh wh what part of Florida? Tell the, the guests where, where... Yeah. So, I live in Melbourne, Florida. Well, I'm originally from Youngstown, Ohio. Um, I actually went to Springfield High School, if you know where that's at, if you're listening in Northeast Ohio. Um, and I went to Youngstown State University for both my bachelor's degree and my master's degree. And about six years ago, my husband and I moved down here to Melbourne, Florida. So we're on the Space Coast. We get to watch all the rockets launch. Um, it's a really great area. So so you are you guys ever thinking about moving back to Northeast Ohio? Oof. That's a really tough question. You want to add no, that? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that tough? No, it's tough. I mean, we really miss our family. So I would say for that reason, it's absolutely tough. But we love the area. It's it's exciting. I think, you know, for our children, it's just a, a great place to be. And we get to visit often. So that's good. But I don't miss the snow if that, if that helps. <laughs> Maybe like one day during Christmas and then it's yeah. like. Then you're good to go. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm heading down there. Well, I'll, I'll by the time this airs, I would have just gotten yeah. back. But I'm heading down there actually in two days from now. I we're there for three weeks. I can't I can't imagine ever wanting to come back after I've made it you know, on the coast. I'm actually headed up there next week, and it is so hot that I'm looking forward to a little bit of a breathing break. And someone said it best. You know, in in Northeast Ohio, you stay in your house during the winter, and when you come down here, you stay in your house during the summer. So if you're not in the air conditioning or in the pool, then it's too hot to be outside. But no. it's still beautiful. Well, if I if I'm not in the pool, I'm in the ocean. So exactly. I'm all about it. I'm all about hot outside. I, I you can just leave me out on the beach. Yeah, and I'm good to go for 365 days a year. That's just me. That's just me. Um. So yeah, we know you're in Melbourne, Florida, and uh, you've been there for six years, married to Dr. Craig Candle, and two little young darling daughters, the Honeys, as they're affectionately called. And um, uh, wait, what are their names again? Um, Sienna and Sienna Candles. Yes. So very uh, similar sounding names, but they have their own little personalities and they are uh, 16 months apart. So they are very close. Yeah. Fo folks, if uh, I, I, I do follow Sierra uh, on on social media and I call it uh, against the law for the cuteness overload that is provided on Facebook when these two make an appearance. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. If you're having a bad day 
and I know we're completely off topic here. This is not what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> but if you're having a bad, the honeys are getting a moment here. Yeah, and yeah. If, if you're having a bad day and you see a post with the honeys in it, uh, Sienna and wait, say, say the name again, Sienna because and, and Sienna. Sienna, if you see a post with these two in it and you're still in a bad mood, then you need folks out there in T-Bone land, you need help. Uh, I can't be in a bad mood after that. So I've even said that to you before. I said, uh, I said, that's absolutely against the law to have yeah. this type of, uh, well, for sure. Let's to get another moment off topic. The story of the honeys originated because they were probably a year, one was a year old, one was two years old, and they had taken a tiny bottle of honey out of the pantry and like dipped their hand in it. And I found them just covered head to toe in honey. So that was, my mom called them the honeys. So Okay, I got it. Well, then that means I should call my 13-year-old the Nesquik uh, kid because he had that entire jar of Nesquik all over him yeah. at two years old. Wouldn't uh, we have to, wouldn't we, we'd have to call you Krishko, ain't it? Tony, didn't I thought you you, you got yeah, it? Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. What happened to me is I I ate like a half a not a half a can, but yes, mom caught a, caught me with a spoon and Crisco, and I was and that's what all the tides changed, and you knew you needed to be healthier. <laughs> yes, that's when I realized that my fat intake was all wrong. Um, I don't remember this moment at all, but I'm reminded of it as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, often. Um. That being said, this is a good point for that being said. Uh, let me let me ask you a few questions. I know a lot of people when they say, okay, nurse practitioner, and then they see all those letters. They see MSN, they see FN, and they see that dash, and then they see BC. Maybe we could tell the viewers and the listeners what those names mean so that we get a better understanding of what you're bringing to the table today. Yes. So MSN stands for your Masters of Science in Nursing. Um, so I did a master's program at YSU and you have different tracks that you can choose when you do a master's of science in nursing. And I chose the family nurse practitioner track because that's what intrigued me. And I took my boards, which I'm accredited by the American Nurses Credentialing Center or ANCC because we like to use a lot of, you know, letters. But anyways, um, yeah, so I took my boards and I worked in primary care for a while. I did some urgent care. I did home health. And now here we are opening up a business. So and we're, we're going to talk all about that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. When did you realize that this was going to be your passion? When did medicine seem to be the road you were going to take? Uh, so growing up, uh, my younger brother, he's five years younger than me. He has cerebral palsy. His name's Jules. Uh, he's an awesome guy. And uh, he just being in the medical field, being around things, I kind of always wanted to be a nurse. Uh, my mom went back to school when I was about 16 to become a nurse. So it was just kind of an, always an idea for me just to take care of people and do that. Um, but becoming a nurse practitioner is sort of a funny story. I didn't really know that that position existed. Even after I had finished my bachelor's in nursing, I was working on um, a a telemetry or cardiac floor. And I had went back to school doing my master's of science in nursing. And I realized that I was finding out things about becoming a nurse practitioner and Youngstown State had just opened their track. It was like the second year they were doing it. And I was like, wow, this sounds really awesome. Like I, I felt like I had so much knowledge to give to patients, but I wasn't able to spend the time do doing it, uh, working on the floor. So going back for that extra education and uh, becoming a provider was really exciting for me. 
and that's where you were, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about where you are now, but yeah. let's talk about how you end up on Two Brothers, One Mike. Um, yeah. Every now and then, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, uh, I'll go to TikTok with a question or I'll go to Facebook with a question, usually just on my personal pages, uh, sometimes on our Two Brothers, One Mike Facebook page. And I, I can't remember if that was where I posted the question. I was talking about one of our shows that we did not that long ago. If you scroll back uh, on the Two Brothers, One Mike, Will of, Deck, um, Will, of, Will, Will of Fortune. What am I looking for? The Price is Right Will, the Rolodex. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, but when you scroll back, you'll find where we're talking about exercise and we're talking about weight loss. And is weight loss really the prime ingredient due to exercise? And we disagreed with that. We talked about all the benefits of exercise and what the primary benefits of it is and are what the primary benefits are. And when it comes to weight loss, there's so many other things that go into that. And that was when you chimed in with a fantastic answer. Yeah. Uh, and I said, she has to be on this show because she brings a lot to the table. And the one thing that we have started to do, which we wanted to do since the very beginning, this show was now a little over two years old, was bring medical professionals on. Yeah. Because it's great to have trainers on, you know, professional trainers, uh, which is at my level. And it's great to have people on that have great feel-good stories that talk about their journey when it comes to weight loss. But I always want the background information from a scientific standpoint, from a medical standpoint, and what is going on with the body. And that's why it's so awesome to have you on the show today. It's why we love having gastroenterologist Dr. Becky Natrajan from California, San Diego, California, when she's on the show, talking about good gut microbiome and how that works um, from more of an eating lifestyle uh, and exercise. And she's been on a couple of times now, and she'll be on again here, not not. Mm. I'd say in the next couple of months, but if folks, if you're listening to this in 10 years, that means nothing to you. Um, we date the show all the time. So I was talking about that and you gave a great answer. And so then we went back and forth and I said, you have to be on the show. And you said, that would be awesome. And you brought something up to me, which is where you're at now. Right. Uh, I didn't know about this. You yeah. said, I'm so excited because I am now doing what? Right. So I um, recently have opened a business. It's called Bespoke Body. Bespoke is a custom, a term that means custom. So Bespoke Body, a custom body, tailored wellness is really my goal. I'm doing um, primary care and I'm also really heavily focused on medical weight loss. It's a passion of mine. I'm really excited about it. And I'm doing virtual visits. So I'm only licensed in the state of Florida at this time. I'm working on getting my Ohio license back up and running. And uh, I'm really excited about it. And brand new mm -hmm. contact information. What we always want to do uh, here on Two Brothers One Mike is, is we want to be able to. So we talked off the air several yeah. times. And I, I was uh, telling you about when it comes to Florida, yeah. just where our listeners are at. And I believe I probably, I, I probably uh, said anywhere between 10 to 12 different cities or areas in Florida, yeah. and you were letting me know where they were located and if they were within range. But you're also virtual, as you said. Right. So Only virtual right now. So only virtual. So, so could somebody in Arizona contact you? Yeah, and just the state of Florida currently. Okay. And okay. Ohio is coming. Okay. 
So anybody in any of those cities that I talked about, I have, I believe I said Tampa, Melbourne, Orlando, Daytona, uh, Pensacola, I, I, and, uh, and the list goes on. Anyone in the state of Florida can contact you and do a virtual session with you. Correct. Correct. And what we're going to do, folks, and Joe is always ready for this, is in the description of this particular podcast, we're going to go ahead and put all the links, whether it is your social media page, which you may not have up yet, but eventually you will. It's there. It's just not pretty to look at yet. But um, it will be um, www.facebook.com slash body. And um, I also have my phone number ready. You can text me at any time at 321-477-0900. And again, um, any uh, website that, that you yeah. develop, any social media that you develop, yeah. this particular phone number you just gave. Yeah. Folks, we're going to include all this in the description of the podcast. And if at the end of the show, when Sarah brings everything to the table that that she wants to today to our listeners and our viewers out there. Um, please, by all means, contact her. And if this is, well, first we're going to find out, first we're going to find out if you're a candidate uh, for this particular situation. And there's a lot to talk about there. Um, let me ask you this. How important, before we go to an ad from our sponsors, yeah, yeah. how important to you is nutrition and exercise beforehand and whether or not people are trying to lead that type of lifestyle. Absolutely. I mean, that is the foundation that is health promotion, disease prevention is healthy lifestyle and watching everything that we put into our bodies. It's very, very important. And that's where everyone should start. Yeah. And, and, and so listen, I'm, we, we've talked about this already. Um, the trainer in me, uh, when when folks we talk about professional trainers, we are taught prehabilitory. We yeah. are taught how to stop the disease right. from starting. Uh, we do not know how to cure the disease. Yeah. Uh, if you do run into a trainer who claims they know how to cure the disease, um, leave and <laughs> leave leave that facility immediately. Uh, we try to stop it from happening, and so it's very hard sometimes for us to wrap our heads around what what uh, Sierra is going to bring to the table today. And I think what was awesome was when her and I talked off the cuff, basically off the air, I did realize that she is a huge proponent of exercise and nutrition. And I, I basically knew that already, but I wanted to make sure that that was definitely part of her regimen uh, coming into this. And then when she talks about what she's going to talk about when we come back from our sponsor, I think everybody out there is going to get a better understanding of who is eligible and who is a candidate for this particular program, who is not, and what is expected of them and what they should expect of themselves before taking on such a program. So that being said, yeah. and that, I mean that by everything I just said, it being very important we're going to hear from a sponsor when we come back. More from Sierra Candle, nurse practitioner. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps, perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bomb. Do you find yourself dreading all of the specifics when it comes to prepping your meals for the week? I mean, calculating calories and macros can be such a pain, which for many of us can result in losing our momentum when we're starting a new eating lifestyle. Now, I know for me, 
I was constantly figuring out which foods to eat so I wouldn't only stay under calories but also maintain my macros. What's more is I hated the idea of eating the same thing every day simply because I finally came up with that perfect combination. But then I found Kitchen Apps. Founded in 2015 by Tom Kitchen Apps, their mission is simple. They created a personalized selection of flavorful gourmet meals that are perfectly portioned and nutritionally balanced to fit their clients' lifestyles, as well as their physical needs, all for a very affordable price. You receive three meals plus two snacks for five days, so your whole work week is completely taken care of. And yes, there are options to add or subtract meals as you need them for the weekends too. So for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. So with us today, nurse practitioner Sierra Candle from Melbourne, Florida. If you didn't listen in the first segment, we talked a lot about where she started, what her degrees were in, what her educational background is, what all those little uh, acronyms or uh, letters are uh, next to her name, such things as MSN, and then is it uh, FNP-BC, and how important those are. And uh, I think... I think that people do need to understand that, okay, because people want to know, well, this person is talking all about this from a medical standpoint. Who are they and what do they bring to the table? So it's always important for our our listeners and our viewers to know who our new guests are and what they are bringing to the table, especially what we're going to talk about now. Mm-hmm. There's a program that you have a, an extreme passion for, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, two drugs, or actually three. Um that are a craze. And folks, I'm going to be completely transparent here. When she mentioned them to me, I said, I, I, I don't know them. I don't know them. And, and here's the biggest reason why. And this is something I need to start doing. Mm-hmm. Coach Tony stays in his lane of just what the latest exercises are, mm-hmm. what the latest uh, maneuver, you know, is time under tension? Is there a new technique? Is there a new technique when it comes to high intensity interval training? What's the latest in eating lifestyles? Is there something more, you know, the studies on intermittent fasting as a time delayed eating, have things changed? Is there something else now that's better for certain people and not as good for other people who should be doing it? Who shouldn't be doing it? Combining the ketogenic diet with intermittent fasting, understanding eating in moderation when it comes to macronutrients. So that's where I stay in my lane. I do need to understand more about things like what we're going to talk about right now which you are very well versed in what, what is now I know now, but I'm going to let you take the floor here. What is Ozempic? Okay. So Ozempic, everyone is talking about it. Ozempic um, is semi-glutide, which is a medication that was initially developed for type two diabetics. It came out in 2017 and they noticed that as they were giving this medication to diabetics, one of the side effects was weight loss. So the way that it works in the body is it uh, secretes hormones in your gut that make you feel fuller sooner and also signals your brain to make you feel fuller and not hungry. Um, so therefore, it becomes less calories in and you're able to lose weight because it's all a calories game when we're talking about weight loss. Um, after noticing that Ozempic semiglutide, the medication that did this, um, they developed it into another medication called Wegovi. So it's kind of like you have to look at it like two things. Ozempic is for type 2 diabetics. 
and Wegovy is strictly for weight loss, but it's the base molecule semi-glutide. So it's kind of like just two different names of it. Um, both, you know, do similar things. They're just indicated differently. Um, the the semi-glutide, as we'll talk about it, it is indicated in patients who have a BMI or boss ma- body mass index of over 27 with a comorbidity. So something like high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, or a BMI of over 30. So morbidly obese, it's indicated. Um, you can use it off-label, but this is not a medication that's great for a, a 5 to 10 pound you know, weight loss. This is for heavy weight loss. Um, the third medication is called Monjaro, which is currently only approved for type 2 diabetes treatment. However, the uh, studies are really astounding, and it looks like it's going to be approved for weight loss very soon. Um, and terzepatide is the chemical name of that one. So sometimes you may see if you're scrolling TikTok or something, semiglutide, terzepatide, that's what we're talking about here. Right. Um, what always concerns me, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I know this is a concern of yours as well, is somebody just listened to this mm-hmm. who needs to lose 15 pounds before their class reunion right? and is trying to figure out a way, and their their blood pressure is 118 over mm-hmm. 78, uh, their A1C levels are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, their cholesterol, uh, both their LDL, HDL, and their overall cholesterol, their triglycerides, everything is is on point with the doctor. And they just want to lose a little bit of that lower back fat. And they're thinking in their head right now, how do I get my hands on Ozempic or right. Wagovi? Right. And and so what is, what is your response Right. that particular individual. So I guess that would be the the point. Have they tried diet and exercise? Have they been logging, you know, everything they're, they're, that they're eating? Some people have such a, there's such a gross misunderstanding of nutrition. I mean, as you know, people are eating, you know, a, maybe a donut for breakfast and then we're going to McDonald's for lunch and we just don't realize what kind of calories we're putting in our body. Um, So that is more for the classification of people. We need to be looking at what is your activity like? What is your nutrition like? What is your stress like? Um, And don't get me wrong. I'm also treating these patients as well. I mean, there are also other medical um, options for them for weight loss if they're struggling because you have to think about different parts. I I love that you describe how you're a trainer and that's kind of where you stick to because all have a role, you know, in in the healthcare industry and keeping people healthy. And my role comes in with with, you know, treating medication and preventing the disease. And then yours is, you know, being physical and, you know, helping with the nutrition. Um, But anyways, this uh, this person, there are options for them and we have to look at are they depressed? What are they going through in their life? Are their cortisol levels heavy? Do they potentially have hypothyroidism? That's a cause for weight gain. But I guess in the example you gave, you said their labs were all normal. So for that patient, you know, we just may need to see if there's other factors that might be contributing to this this weight loss that they want that they need to do. And we need to be just increasing diet and, you know, following a hardcore nutrition plan and getting in to get that exercise in and not just cardio, doing resistance exercises. So it's really important to build lean muscle. And, and I agree 100 percent. Um, and so let me ask you, when you say other factors that may be in play, um, stress, yeah. that, uh, and what else besides stress? Um, 
you know, um, is there an, an, an economical factor, socioeconomical factor? Like, do they have limitations to be able to get the healthy foods that they need? Um, and how can we look at their diet and say, well, you know, the the fresh vegetables are too expensive this week, but maybe you can consider the frozen because frozen is always better than canned. We don't want to get anything a can because it could be salty. I mean, you can, but thinking from a, a blood pressure point of view, we want to do vegetables. So maybe the frozen vegetables are cheaper or how can we make a meal plan that is going to be more cost effective for you? Um, also, you know, they can't find the time to exercise. Well, let's look at your schedule. Are you spending four hours binging Netflix? Like where can we fit it in? So it's really kind of just more coaching them through this lifestyle change of do you really want to do it? I think that, you know, becomes the ultimate goal. But then there, like I said, as the patient, there can be other factors. If they're depressed and not feeling very motivated to do it, then you you can't just, you know, depression's real. You can't just hop out of bed and start exercising. So that's where, as a provider, you have to just look at everything encompassing this patient. On this show, we talk about mind, body, and spirit. And I always tell people this, and I tell my athletes this, that I train or adults that I work with, uh, from the shoulders up, if it's not there, right. I don't care how right. much you exercise and how hard you try to eat the right way. If your head is not in the game, uh, your your overall goal will not be achieved. Right. And so, uh, you know, when it comes to this situation here, you have somebody who feels that they're ready to do this mm-hmm. and they start to do it. They start... Is there is there a point where you say first we're going to first we're going to look at what you're doing as far as exercise and nutrition goes? Oh yeah, absolutely. And then if if some of these factors that you're talking about where they become a candidate for Ozempic or Wagovi, yeah. yeah. Um, then if if this isn't working, mm-hmm. we're going to try this. This this is something uh, meaning we're going to try Wagovi. Wait, what when it comes to Wagovi? Um, are there different programs? I'm assuming that, you know, you have somebody who is morbidly obese as opposed to somebody who is not morbidly obese, but has one of these overlying factors that, that fit the, you know, fit the mold of somebody who can use Wagovi. Is there different dosages, I should say? So I should explain. It's a once weekly, um, subcutaneous injection. So you do, you do give yourself a shot, um, into your fatty tissue and you, well, I'm sorry, what was the question again? So are there different, oh, titration. Yes. 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 Okay, yes. So the titration is everybody starts at a really low dose um, and then you work your way up and the studies are basically at the highest dose, but everybody tolerates medication differently. So each patient is going to have their own sort of individualized plan when it comes to the titration. You know, we have rules and guidelines that we go through, um, but we also look at the patient and say, is this working? Is it not working? How can we help them feel better and do better? How often do you take their um, their vitals, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, so in, the my, in my program, we'll do a once monthly follow up. Um, I do have them weekly, same day, every day, take um, measurements photos and um, get on the scale and see what their weight is. We also start blood work in the beginning of the program, obviously, to rule out any other thing contributing to weight gain. And then also as a follow up um, in three months, we redo blood work and we see, you know, how does everything look? Are your kidneys doing good? Um, And also have you maybe 
um, decreased in some ways that we can call non-scale victories. So even though maybe you only lost three pounds this month, maybe your cholesterol looks better or, you know, maybe your your uh, A1C looks better. So and that's the hemoglobin A1C for your um, diabetes. So there's there's so many different ways that we're monitoring patients' progress. It's not one size fits all. It's, you know, a big, a lot of things. So I, I and I, I did some, after you told me about it, I started doing my research. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to come to uh, the gunfight with a knife, right? As they, as they say. I, I, yeah. So let me ask you a question. Has there been information uh, out there where, let's say somebody with type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. started on a program with Wagovi mm-hmm. and eventually was all off all of their diabetic medication and uh, was diagnosed as no longer being type 2 diabetic? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that because type 2 diabetes is a chronic disease. Um, so sometimes you may be able to wean down from medications. Um, but usually when somebody has this, it's lifelong. You're already inst- insulin resistant. Um, in some circumstances, you can you can reverse it, but you know it's it's rare. Usually, you have to be still taking your medications to keep it where it is. So, I kind of think what you're getting at is: can is this medication going to be a chronic medication? Is this something that people are going to take for a long time, or is this something that they can take and then go off, you know, after a few months? And right, so um, this is. technically a chronic medication. So for most people, they may have to be on it forever. Um, But also for some people, it is a medication that we can use as a tool that is highly motivating is, you know, once that patient starts to lose weight and they're coming down and they're starting to implement healthy lifestyle changes, like the patient who has a, a bad knee and they can't walk so they can't lose weight, but they take this medication, they begin to lose weight, and then they're able to get out and exercise. And then it kind of gets the ball rolling for them. It makes them motivated. Then we can titrate down on the medication, take them off of it and see how they do. But they have to implement the healthy lifestyle changes. If you go right back to just eating how you were that made you gain the weight in the first place, you're going to gain the weight back. So that is my main point is we have to make changes and it can be a really, really great tool in that way. Some people might be saying... I just heard something about a needle in in my stomach. Yeah. Is it really a needle, or is it a, a what, what an epipen um, kind? Of- so they have a pen, um, and then also the uh, compounded versions. They do a little insulin syringe, so it's a very small needle. Um, but you have to think about it this way: you know, if you're overweight and you develop type two diabetes, there's a chance you may have to start insulin, and you're going to be giving yourself injections maybe three times a day. So you know, we always talk about risk versus benefits with everything. And, and, uh, it, it, it can be scary, but you know, we have to look at the big picture. I always, and, and I, this is just from, from research I've done and I am not the expert. I am not a doctor, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't play one on TV and I didn't stay at a holiday Inn last night. So I can't be considered a doctor in any way, shape or form, but I was always under the impression from some of the research that I did, mm-hmm. that people with type 1 diabetes, which means their bodies do not produce insulin at all, correct? Correct, yeah. Right. They That is something that is chronic and will be with them for life. Somebody right. with type 2 was always, not always, right. but in many cases, it was self-sustained. 
Mm-hmm. And if they change that lifestyle, whether it's through just eating and nutrition or whether it's through um, eating and nutrition, exercise and nutrition, yeah. or if it's through exercise, nutrition, and heading to Melbourne, Florida yeah. to see Mrs. Sierra Candle yeah. in her brand new clinic, yeah. that, that they could eventually wean themselves off of their medication in many cases. That is, that is a possibility in some cases. Okay. It is a possibility, but then, you know, you just, you really, you're just having to look at the patient individually. But yes, that is a possibility if you're making changes. Um, but it just depends on what their diagnosis is. And it, 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 it just depends. So you have to be looking at, um, trending for a long time too is like how, how long they're on this medication for, how high was their A1C when they started it? I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But yes, essentially, if you are leading a healthy lifestyle, you may be able to get yourself off of those medications specifically. And I think a lot of people are asking this question. I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, today. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people may be asking this question. So I don't want to do this anymore as far as Wagovi is concerned. Um, okay. And um, again, please say the other name. It begins with an M. The Manjaro. I, I feel like I'm in Paris, France. Yeah. Manjaro. Yeah. Um, so. So Manjaro is a little bit different too. Um, okay. tell you it's a combination of two hormones. So it's called a GLP-1 and then a GIP. And it works a little bit um, stronger on on your body. So. Um, we we stopped taking them. We yeah. stopped taking them. We don't want to do it anymore. Uh, are there numbers yet or uh, right. just basic information on what happens at that point? Do you gain all your weight back? Do you gain more than your weight back? So it looks like um, in most cases, they typically gain all of the weight back. There's a small percentage of people who are able to keep the weight off. But again, that is with the the lifestyle change. So that's why it's really important to have a provider that is teaching you along your journey with this medication. How long has this program been? In? Because I, I like you, like yeah. when you asked me if I've heard of it, I, I did not. How long yeah. has this been um, a thing? How long has this been? I saw this on 60 Minutes and I don't know when it aired. Yeah. Uh, um, so. These types of medications um, we've actually been prescribing for over the past 20 years, um, but specifically for weight loss, Wegovi was approved in 2021. So essentially pretty recently. Um, but it's, it's it's been there for a little while because we have some other research. And I think it's important to note the the percentages lost. Um, and when they did the studies for the semiglutide, they did patients who they gave just nu- nutrition. They gave the medication to them and they also gave them diet and exercise counseling, just very basic. And those patients lost 15% of their body weight over the course of a year. And the patients who they did intensive lifestyle changes with, they lost 16% of their body weight. So it's interesting. It was statistically significant, you know, it was a, another percentage, but it's just interesting um, that that medication is, is going to work either way. So it really comes down to how we have to help the patient define what a healthy lifestyle is and help them change it. I, I do like, I, I, I like, I like some of the stuff you're saying here because- yeah. I like the 15% and the 16% over a year. That tells me that we're losing weight at the rate that we're supposed to be losing. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. One to two pounds. 
I do not like when I hear somebody lost 75 pounds in two months. I agree. Um, it bothers me because that is a very unhealthy way to lose weight. Yeah. Um, and so I do like that. Uh, obviously, the trainer and me, it, it, I, I'm, 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 being, I'm being a pain today uh, because, I, folks, when I'm asking these questions, it's because I, I, I want to know about this because it's not, it's not my background. It's not where the direction I go. And, and so it's very interesting. Um, what we talk about commitment all the time on this show. It's, it's quite, it's so easy. When we talk about taking vitamins, Mm -hmm. people complain about that. Sometimes it's because they can't swallow vitamins. They can't swallow pills, but a lot of times it's, I can't remember. I can't remember to take when I miss. If you miss, let's say you were supposed to take this shot on a daily basis. Is that correct? Yes. No, no. Weekly. Weekly. Once a week? Yes. Once a week. If you miss a week, somehow life life, life gets you and you miss a week, what are the repercussions of it? Uh, well, it has a one-week half-life, so it's still in your body. So if you, if you miss an entire week, you're fine. You just want to take it as soon as you remember. Now, if you miss two weeks, we may have to titrate you back up at, if you're you know, not at the, the beginning dose. So... There's people out there. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm already. There's questions in my head while you're talking. I apologize. Um, there's people out there because I'm thinking about how desperate people want to get into that swimsuit. How desperate yeah. they want to be healthier and live that. And they they want that magic pill. Right. There's people out there that are saying, "Hmm, I wonder if I." This is a good part. So okay. this, here here's what helps to prove you know, that this isn't magic and also part of of the medication. So the biggest symptoms that you get are GI related, so gastrointestinal. So because it slows down your um, your gastric emptying or your stomach, you're you're just able to eat half the plate of food. But if you force yourself to to continue to eat the entire plate at a restaurant, like a serving that's really meant for five people, then you are going to be very, very sick. And that is something that I counsel and warn my patients on because it forces you to make this lifestyle change because you you get a noxious stimuli. You eat this entire plate of pasta, you're not going to feel good. You're going to be really nauseous. You might have GERD. You might be throwing up. You may have diarrhea, constipation. So if you ha- if you sit down and you have a lean piece of protein and some broccoli and and some quinoa, you're going to feel great. You're not going to have those issues. So it, it almost reprograms your brain to say, well, OK, I get off this medication. When I was on that medication, man, I felt so terrible when I ate X, Y, Z. And I feel like that's a, a really big learning point for people. And that hopefully helps make some changes. It does. It does. And, and that's just a different way of saying yeah. Or, or, or defining the commitment process. It's not right. just the commitment to making sure you take this shot once a yeah. week, but it's the lifestyle change you must make. Like and when you're in this, yeah, well, when you're, when you're, folks, when you're eating for three or four in a sit down mill, uh, the GI issues that you can have are going to be extremely uncomfortable. When you talk about GI issues, tell me if I'm right or wrong um, vomiting, um, uh, a, diarrhea, uh, a lot of, different um abdominal pains i'm assuming um what else would there be in terms of 
Um, you can have bird or reflex. Um, so, you know, you're burping up quite a bit, um, sulfur burps. And it's really those like high fatty foods. So I really tell my patients to just stick with lean, clean proteins. You're doing clean vegetables, fruit, and um, you kind of want to stay away from high glycemic index carbohydrates because it it you're you're also what this medication does is helps to release insulin. So it's going to slow you down. You're going to get really tired if you're eating a really high glycemic index carb. So. Joe, Joe, you have so much work to do because uh, another link. I know you shook your head, Joe, as she as she said, um, glycemic index, because what Joe's going to do, you notice how I never ask. I just say what Joe's going to do. What Joe's going to do, season one, glycemic index versus glycemic load was an all audio show that we did. And if you want to understand more about what Mrs. Sierra Candel is talking about when it comes to high glycemic foods, all you have to do is listen to the show after you've listened to this one and watched this one, ladies and gentlemen, and learn more about what the difference is between the glycemic index and the glycemic load. Glycemic load, very important to understand in terms of how much you're actually consuming of that particular carbohydrate. So let me ask you this. How many times have I said that already? Let me ask you this. I'm I'm like a kid in a candy store right now. Um, Probably not the right uh, not the right thing to use on a, on a health and fitness. Yeah, no, no. Um, uh, like a kid at Christmas, we'll just say that people a lot of time, uh, many times, not a lot of times, many times will say, I wonder if, and we'll use, we'll use today's show as an example. I wonder if I took two shots in one week, would it speed up the process of weight loss? Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. There's a reason your provider is putting you on it. There's a reason we're titrating it up. It's been studied. And the weight loss numbers, the percentages that I mentioned to you were at the highest dose. So the when you look at the weight loss numbers, it's after they've gotten to the highest dose. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to have some results leading up to that, but it's just how how we studied it. So, I think what I like is that it's very important to you that people understand that this is something you're excited about yeah. because what it can do to help change your lifestyle. But at the same time, there's a lot of concern on your part as well yeah. uh, as a medical professional that people will not do or commit in the mm-hmm. proper way and have the patience over a year or two years time to get to that type of, of right. weight loss they're looking for by eating and and exercising and understanding that that has to be the beginnings that has to be the foundation yeah. uh and then if they are a candidate based on other factors that we talked about in their life where this is something that would work for them mm-hmm. uh and they can try mm-hmm. is it there's there's one side effect that they're talking about right now mm-hmm. um from what i understand it is not something that is it's extremely rare but it has to do with the thyroid yeah. and that ugly word that begins with a C and not COVID, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, even uglier. Um, what what can you say about cancer with the thyroid and how this plays? So um, these medications, as in all of them, so the Ozempic, Wegovy, um, Monjaro, and actually I like to refer to them kind of as semiglutide and terzepatide. And 
the biggest contraindication with these medications are a personal history of thyroid medullary cell cancer or multiple neoendocrine plasia uh, type 2. And it's contraindicated if it's a personal history or a family history because while they were studying the medication, they did notice a development of those things in the lab rats that they used. So we don't have any formal um, history of it in humans and patients. It's not documented. And so we just kind of like to avoid it in patients who have a history of that. So we're not, you know, uh, reader. So any, any patient who has family history mm-hmm. of, of this particular cancer. Yes. So of the specific two that I mentioned. So it's okay. not just any type of thyroid cancer, that specific one. So at your pride, they would not be a candidate, in other right. words, um, and Absolutely. they would have to take a different avenue. Would you do you would would you be working with any patients? Now, this is a brand new practice uh, and maybe it's not something right now, but down the road or maybe it is something right now. Yeah. Um, would you be working with any pa- a patient is not a candidate mm-hmm. for Wagovi? Is there another program that you'll yeah, be looking at? I mean, there's okay. definitely many other options. Um, there's definitely other other medical weight loss options that we could consider. So it's not like an end all be all for that person. And like I said, you know, you really have to look at the whole picture. Like, is there is their thyroid okay? Or are they depressed? Or what's going on with this person? So we, we have a lot of different options. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean I don't mean I'm gonna ask you a really bad question. I mean, what else would you want to say to the people in Melbourne and in the state of Florida? that are watching the show today or listening to it. Folks, you can watch the show, by the way, YouTube, Spotify, uh, and then you can listen to it on nine different uh, platforms, if I'm not mistaken, close to that. Um, What would you want to say to them as far as if they are candidates for this Mm -hmm. and they do contact you, what do you want to say to them in terms of um, why uh, this is an opportunity for them uh, to to get on a different life journey and and right. what you can do for them, right? So uh, I would say you know even if they may think they're a candidate, they still have to go through the initial consultation, and that's where we'll make the formal decision. Um, you know, I have to ask them all their history, all their questions, and we really want to make sure that this is an appropriate medication for them or or a different medication that we might choose. Um, but I would say that I am very very passionate about. Um, weight loss in general, it's so important that we work on health promotion, disease prevention. You know, you mentioned COVID and we learned so much about the pa- patients that were at risk during that time. And obesity was a huge thing. And, you know, 70 percent of America is either overweight or obese. And that is huge. That is an astounding and scary, scary number. Um, so I would just say, you know, I'm really passionate about it. I'm caring about the individualized person and that's where the term bespoke God, bespoke body came from, because bespoke is custom. And this is a custom individualized plan for each patient that I encounter. And this the spoke body. T-H-E. No, no, no. Bespoke. B-E-S-P-O-K-E. Bespoke body. Yeah. Okay. And something so simple, I'm making yeah. you would think with somebody with a last name like Sargenopolis, I would be able to figure that out. Yeah. Best spoke body. Yeah. Um, let me ask you one last question. How long? Wait. How long has this been? How long have you been in? I don't want to say in business. Yeah. Like, how long have you? So, been practicing this? 
Um, so practicing, I've been a nurse practitioner for the, oh gosh, I forget. Set eight years. Yeah. Okay. It's like really crazy to me. Um, and then also with this um, business, I have just slowly been putting the pieces together and I officially got things up and running, I would say last month. And so okay. I had a few patients under my belt and I just uh, am going to do the grand opening on uh, social media and stuff right before the show airs. So Awesome. Awesome. And uh, when that happens, uh, we are going to make sure that we get that out to our listeners and viewers as well. When, um, let's say six months from now, yeah, would we be, um, uh, able mm-hmm. to have Sierra Candle back on oh, to sure. talk about how the practice is doing in the direction it's going and maybe even have maybe a few numbers, a few stats. Obviously we can't use names. I'm sure there is a, a privilege there that, uh, you have to uphold when it comes to confidentiality uh, of your clients. Uh, but if it's okay to maybe throw out some numbers and let us know how everybody's doing and and what the percentages are and, and how things are going at Best Spoke. Right. You got it. Uh, uh, Joe, where are you at? You're always hiding on us. Come on back. Pop in. There he is. In your new studio. The bedroom. Anyways. So is it Bespoke? Bespoke, right? Yes, yes. Yes, not bespoke, not best spoke, bespoke. Okay. All right, just wanted to clear that up for our listeners. Well. I, 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 I had it all wrong. It's a yeah. good thing I asked that question. Best spoken? But it's a clever, it's a clever name. It's a it clever is. name, for sure. No, So nobody had that name when you... No, uh, I was so excited about it. So yeah, I, I bought the domain on GoDaddy and I was very excited because means so much to me, all the people in this puzzle. I I know for a fact how excited you are just from how many times we've talked about this already. And we are truly wishing you the best when it comes to uh, your startup and and, uh, hit the ground running. And uh, as you heard, Joe, in about six months, I already, I have my pencil. You know, I always have this pencil in my hand writing things down. Um, In six months, uh, Mrs. Sierra Candle, nurse practitioner, will be back to tell us how Best Spoke is doing and give us some numbers out there to see how it's going. And, and I'm hoping, to be honest with you, I'm hoping to hear the numbers from two different groups. One that's using Wagovi and the group that may just be leading a lifestyle of nutrition and exercise and what you're doing with them and, and how they're doing in terms of weight loss. Not just weight loss. Weight loss, agree or disagree, Sierra? Weight loss is looked at as the most important factor, and that's not to me the most important no. factor. It's overall metabolic health that yes. I feel is the most important factor. True or false? Absolutely true. True. I see. And now she said it. So, folks, yeah. uh, you can disagree with me, but you cannot disagree with a nurse practitioner. Uh, so, I win. Weight loss uh, is one little sliver of that puzzle. Yes, I agree one hundred percent. Can I just say? Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Tony. No, no, no go I ahead. Just every, I was going to say, I want you to throw the scale out the window. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I mean, really, it is the it's the the least amount of our worries when it comes to looking at your overall health. Is this the scale is not the most important thing? Yeah, at. I think we I think we 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 get used to the it, everybody wants the immediate answer, right? right? And what's quicker than stepping on a scale? But yeah. as we know, and as we've preached 
numerous times ad nauseum on this show. Uh, it's it's one tool. There's just so many other ways that that uh, you could you could. I, I like how you said the uh, how'd you say uh, non scale victories. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's a, it's a pretty good term, and uh, uh, yeah, it it definitely comes into play, and it should be more prominent. So I was watching your video um, last night when you were talking about how you did keto and how you were so in shape and you looked great from the outside, but when you went to your doctor and looked at your lab work and your cholesterol was awful, and I think that is like such a huge thing. Just because somebody looks good on the outside doesn't mean they're healthy on the inside, and that's where we need to get. And that 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 could that. Boy, that applies to a lot of things, but yeah. but I will say this, uh, and I've I always mention this when we talk about keto. Um, I'm kind of the unfair story to keto because there's these things called fat bombs, uh-huh. and I I think I ate more more of the fat bombs, uh, which are not the healthiest things. They're like all sorts of really high, they're meant to kind of kick you over in your fat macros. I was eating them like they were just, oh, uh, it's fat. I could eat it. I was yeah. eating my eggs. I was cooking it in the bacon grease Yeah, from the bacon. Yeah, I was doing all sorts of things. It's a things. right way and a wrong way to do yeah. keto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there, as as applies to most things in life, really. Uh, and and so I was doing that. And yes, the the weight was coming off. And as I, you know, you could see in those pictures and everything was was working. Um, uh, but yeah, metabolic, metabolically, I was a wreck. <laughs> So anyways, what I was going to say before we said it, I still, and I maintain, and I said this in the beginning of the show, my favorite word of this entire interview, Maggiaro. <laughs> oh, Paris, Tony, Italy, man, Maggiaro. I don't even oh, know the girls. Well, I think it's the way you, you got to put the fingers together. Maggiaro. No, 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 no. You, the way you did it, <laughs> the way you did it sounds Italian. Is you can easily t- now it's Paris. Now it's France. Now it's French. I can't. We could change it. Marjoropolis. We could change it to Greek if you want to. Like I said, I, I can't think of any other way to do it but Italian. So whatever. Uh, I can tell you this: if you ever had a clinic or a, a practice and you, people were walking in, and that's how you describe that drug to them, they probably you're you're going to be patientless. Probably. I, I probably assume. I think that I think that is exactly why I'm on this side of the mic and not on that side of the mic as I point and nobody knows who I'm pointing at to Miss Candle over there. Uh, so there's that. Anyways, we have anything else, folks? Um, I just am looking forward to uh, six months from now uh, getting these results back. And I, I mean, I, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for the best. Uh, and listen, over the six months, we're going to stay in touch and. Uh, mention you throughout our shows when it comes to how things are going and when we're going to have you back on and the beauty the beauty of podcasting 15 years from now these shows will still be in the rolodex on two brothers one mic that's what we love about podcasting joe um that's all i have for today that's that's really all i have maybe one more thing as you know i always throw something in there i think i'm sure you will anyways until next week i want to remind all of you be sure to give us a rating or review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, or opinions, you can leave us a message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us every Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Now, on behalf of myself, Coach Tony, and Mrs. Sierra Candle, thanks for listening. All right, everybody out there, thank you for being the best you and getting all the information about Ozempic. 
and Wagovi and Monjoru, as Joe uh, puts it. And what the effectiveness of yeah, what the effectiveness are, are what the effectiveness the effectiveness is of these particular drugs. Who should take them? Who shouldn't? And how your nurse practitioners, your family doctors, the people who are involved with these particular drugs and they understand uh, what these drugs are and what they do for you, how you are to work with them from the beginning to the end when it comes to understanding the the road you're taking, the benefits, and sometimes it's not for you. So those are the things you should have learned from today's show. And should be back in six months. Mrs. Sierra Candle, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for the transparency. Thank you for all the medical information and knowledge. Fantastic. Don't worry about that. I cough all the time. Uh, like, Watering, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Just one thing I want to say before we go out of here today, as your eyes are watering, allergies are ticking in Florida. Let's <laughs> wait, folks. We're hanging on. The music's playing. Hold that in, but I... It's- yeah, everybody just hold on. Just keep listening. Hold on. The music's playing. The music's we go. playing. Yeah. It's just one thing I want to say about the ketogenic diet as we get out of here and it comes to Joe. Um, he didn't quit because of his, his vitals that the doctor gave back to him. He quit keto because he wasn't allowed to eat pizza anymore. That's the only reason why Joe quit keto. Joe would have went to his grave if he had if he could still eat pizza all the way to it. So don't let He's him not, He's... He's not wrong, folks. He's not wrong. I'm not. Of course, I'm not wrong. I'm the older brother. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm so sorry. Get a glass of water. I'm out of here. <laughs>